Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everyone, as you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free, B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. Then I'll be gone. And you All right, welcome back to episode 46 of Two Drunk Brothers on a Podcast. Um, got a pretty loaded show for you today, so we're going to not drag out the intro as long as we did last week. We are coming off of our first full week of college football, first full weekend of college football. Um, and if you are no, not first full weekend of college football, full week. I don't know what you're talking about. College football didn't happen last weekend for me. But, yeah, it happened. Um, <laughs> whether you are a fan of an SEC East team um, like we are, it sucks. Or if you just did really, really bad in gambling like Travis did. Both. So Travis is unfortunately both. I did decent. Um, so with that being said, I'll let Travis go ahead and talk about what our gambling records look like. And I'm going to throw something out there after he gets done talking about them. Yeah, the sad thing is, is I didn't really lose money. That yeah, because you like, dabbled elsewhere. If you, exactly. if you I, I went on the picks. I did. I had. I didn't put out for you guys, so I'm sorry about that. But I am <laughs> hurts to say one and eight on the season, and Jared is four and five. This is just football. I'm still over 500 the rest of the season, but we'll or the rest of the calendar year. Yeah, um, we're both we're both over 500 in 2019. I think if you put both our records together, we're actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, overall. I. I'll just say this and put it out there. A couple of games that I did have got screwed on. Uh, the Bama Duke over a lot of field, couple field goals missed. Couple went for it on fourth down, didn't get it, so that kind of fucked me over. And then, I mean, just one thing led to another game after game where it just fell apart. That's gambling. Yeah, it is. And my lock of the week had an extreme backdoor cover, like. The backdoor cover to end all backdoor covers. If you guys didn't know, Stanford was only winning by three points um, at the end of the game, and they sacked you know, the, the Northwestern quarterback. He fumbled it, and they picked it up in the end zone for a touchdown with like less than a minute left and ended up covering the, the six and a half points. So that was huge. Yeah, I think it was like 14 seconds or something like that. Yeah, it was at the end of the game. That's all. They, if he would have just sacked him and he would have fell to the ground, the game would have went over, and I would have lost. But um, that ended up winning big for me so um we're gonna try to write the ship um i think if travis has another week like the, so he went oh i mean i can i have to win 
So just you have to go. You have to go at least. So we. So for you guys, we have nine games this week, but. So Travis has to has to at least go four and five, I think, to avoid. Yeah, it. I was gonna say I, five and four is a lot. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. It shouldn't be a lot, but it is. If I only but win, you can still games. go. You can still go four and five and win money if you if you like put your your locks. If you put more money on those and they hit, and some of the other ones don't, like you can still go four and five and win money if you spread it out decent. Yeah, enough. we'll say if I go three and six. Then I deserve. He's getting a punishment, and you guys better make it just as fucking good as I at the beginning of the year last year. I think we were like four or five episodes in, and I had to wear a fucking KU shirt to work. So, if that happens, we're gonna ask you guys all what the punishment should be, and I want some good ones. All right, there it is. Hopefully, that does not happen. I severely, severely do not want it to happen, just for my own self-being and my wallet. On gambling. Yes, that is uh, and for our credibility. So with that being said, um, like I said, we're going to keep the intro pretty short. We got a pretty loaded show for you today. Our first Degenerates Digest of the Year with NFL lines as we have our first uh, as NFL opens up this week on Thursday night. And then we're going to talk about a bit of an NFL preview after Degenerates Digest. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. All right, so for the Generous Digest this week, we are going to roll with three college lines, plus give you a lock of the week for college. And then we're going to go through all of the primetime games for the NFL, which we have four of them this week. We've got a Thursday night, a Sunday night, and two Monday night games, as they always do on the first week of the year, plus a lock of the week. So if you're counting at home, that's four college lines and five NFL lines. So we got a lot to talk about. So let's kick it off right away. We're going to start with the college slate first, Travis who is your first pick for the college football weekend this weekend? Yeah, I don't know how well this college football fucking picks are going to go for me again just because I still feel like a lot's up in the air. But my first college pick um, is an early game on Saturday at 11 a.m. on ESPN. It's number 22, Syracuse at Maryland. And Syracuse is the underdog. Uh, they're plus two and a half. Not going to go bold and pick money line just because for my own being at this point. I'm just going to say Syracuse plus two and a half here. I do believe they're the better team. And a lot of, I guess, they're basing the the line on this game based on the fact that fucking Maryland beat Howard University 79 to nothing, while Syracuse only beat Liberty 24 to nothing. That's that's just some bullshit to me. It's a five and seven Maryland team from a year ago. So they need to pump the brakes. It's a ranked Syracuse team, and I think that they can win the game, but I'm just going to say cover that two-and-a-half-point spread. So I had that as my second game, but I'm going to go and talk about it now. I'm also taking Syracuse, but I'm doing money line. It's plus 110. Um, I the two win by two or lose by two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of funny because I would lose. But, I mean, two points is not a lot. Like, I think if Syracuse is going to be in this game, they're either going to lose by more than, by more than three or they're going to win. Um, so I'm taking Syracuse. Like Travis said, I feel like this line's very skewed because, uh, you know, Maryland beat a historical black uh, university in Howard, um, 79 nothing, And Syracuse only beat a Hugh, a Hugh Freeze-led team from a hospital bed. Up, yeah. <laughs> up in the- so I don't really know how, good, how 
much credibility that Hugh Freeze as head coach gets when he's laying in a fucking hospital bed in the press. Yeah, but I still think that Hughes is the better team. I said it in our college football preview show last week that they have a big matchup coming up with Clemson next week. Um, I just hope they're not looking ahead to that and not looking past Maryland. That's the only thing that scares me. But it's an early game. They're going to go out there. They're going to get things done. Syracuse money line plus 110. Travis's line at plus 2.5 is not bad either. Yeah. I like it. I just need all the help I can get at this point when I'm one and eight. So for sure, I don't blame you. Yeah, you took. I mean, you you're betting safe there. I mean, it's yeah, it's 100 I mean, okay. It's will I put money on put money on Syracuse money line? Absolutely. But for the sake of the podcast, I'm doing the plus two and a half. So yeah. Um, my second game, huge fucking game. Can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. Number 12, Texas A&M at number one, Clemson. I stayed far away from this. It's a Saturday afternoon at 2.30 uh, on ABC. And I went, I'm going super risky here, and I'm picking Texas A&M plus 17. Uh, This scares me a bit because they are on the road in Clemson. But Trevor Lawrence did have a rocky start uh, to the season last week. Uh, They're playing a lot better of defense than Texas A&M. Um, they're coming in to play them, and it's going to be a challenge. Texas A&M, they know that they can knock them off, and it could be huge for them. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm not saying it's going to be super close. What I see is a super big backdoor cover here late in the fourth quarter. A&M's down by three touchdowns, and they just let up a garbage-time touchdown to, to kind of cover that 17. All right, I could definitely see that. I just personally didn't go with anything I, like that. Just as a spoiler, I picked all four – ranked games so that means you probably also have the lsu texas game coming up soon i do i stayed away from that one as well so we'll have some different ones that's good i'm gonna go with another ranked team it's a ranked team i bet against last week and i'm betting against them this week as well it's number 24 nebraska on the road at colorado this is at 230 on fox on saturday and i'm taking colorado plus three and a half i mean nebraska i watched some of that game just because i had south alabama plus 36 and it that was really never in question if any of you guys watched that. I mean, no, South, South Alabama had that in their pocket the entire time. Um, and Nebraska looked a couple, couple times where I thought they might run away with it, and then they blew it again. That's what I'm saying. I always let them back in it. And those, the, the, this was a 3-9 and nine South Alabama team last year. Like, I didn't do a whole lot of research, but I'm pretty sure they're FCS. They might be low, low FBS. Um, at this, this game was at home. I mean, this is an early week two road conference game. It's never easy going into going into Boulder because of the altitude. So that's a big that's going to play a big factor there. Um, and I think the Buffs can take this one. I damn near went money line, but I'm going to be I want to play a Travis play here. I'm take it safe and go plus three and a half because I can see Nebraska being tied late. Nebraska making a push downfield and kicking a field goal to win. But I mean, I just I'm I'm going to bet against Nebraska until I lose. So there. Said it. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, dude, I don't know. That's a questionable call. But I do, I don't mind it because I gave it a look. I did give it a peek. My third game, like I said, they're all ranked and they're all games that you're able to watch on TV. I don't know if that Nebraska game's on National oh, Fox. 230. 230 on Fox. Okay. I mean, um, that's, a, that's my- a pretty big. Big Ten matchup, you know. Actually, never mind, never mind. They used to be in the same conference. It's not a conference game. Colorado's in the Pac-12. I'm dumb. Nebraska's in the Big Ten now. Whatever. It's still a big game. My bad. Um, my third game is Tulane at number 10, Auburn. 
Saturday night at 6.30 on ESPN2. You're probably not going to watch this because of the other game going on. But uh, Auburn is 18-point favorites in the best bet. I'm taking them if they cannot beat a Tulane Green Wave team at home in Jordan-Hare Stadium by 18 points, and they do not deserve to be ranked in the top 10. Um, I know they came out a little bit shaky against Oregon last week, but like that I fresh, said, that freshman kid picked it up towards the end. Yeah, he picked it up. He, he found his stride. They're playing Tulane. They should crush them and serve all credibility to being top 10 against yeah. Tulane at home. I mean, they were on the road last week. Uh, granted, it was in Texas, but still, um, they get to come home. That's that's a that's a big game home opener. You always want to crush and kick dick in your home opener. So, hopefully, they're able to do that. Um, I'm going to roll into mine. It's a game Travis and I both bet on earlier in the year because we were a team we both bet on earlier in the year because we had to. This is Oregon State at Hawaii, 11 o'clock on Saturday night. So, when you're shit-faced and you're drunk at the bar and you're like, oh, I need to win my money back I just spent – Peep this game because or lose it, yeah, or lose it. It'll be there. I'm not <laughs> touching the spread. I'm gonna go with the over of 78, 78 and a half. I know um, that sounds a lot, but let's remember how many how many points Hawaii and Arizona put up two weeks ago. And if you look at what Oregon State and Oklahoma State put up last week, they that that would hit this over as well. Both these teams had very very big shootouts. Um, I'm not didn't like I said, I'm not touching the spread, but I think it's gonna be a shootout as well. They both let up over 500 yards of offense in their first games of the season. So if records and, you know, what you've done so far this year it kind of speaks to itself, I feel like that this is an easy lock. Hawaii seems like they're going to be gunning it for it this year. And if Hawaii can beat Arizona and Oregon State out of the gate, be 2-0, those aren't two bad wins for them. Yeah, I mean, that'd be big. So, be- But again, no spread there, over of 78.5. Over 78.5, Jesus what is that? That's over 20 points a quarter. So you need a touchdown every five minutes. We'll see. I think, I think it, <laughs> it happen. can happen. It can happen. The team's defense right. is atrocious. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll roll into our lock of the week, locks of the week for college football. And mine is the game Jurt said he wasn't touching. It's number six, LSU, at number nine, Texas. This is the game you're going to want to watch Saturday at 630 on ABC and I went with LSU minus six. That's all they are. They're six point favorite. I said it last week on the college football preview and I'll say it again. I think Texas is overrated. They're not going to be able to handle an SEC team like LSU in week two of the, of the season. I was thinking it's too much. All they have to do is win by a touchdown. And I think that that can easily happen. Another thing that solidified this for me was that Texas let up, 413 yards to Louisiana Tech last week. Yeah, I remember a lot of people saying that 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 game against Louisiana Tech could have been a trap game for them. I don't know what the final score was. Um, I mean, they beat them by a lot. Just They just didn't let them in the end zone, but they let up 413 yards. Yeah, at home. So, I mean, again, I – I said it. I said it as well. I don't. I. I even said it. I don't know why I didn't bet it because on the college football preview show last week, I said this is the. the this is going to be the downfall of Texas this season. Like they're going to lose LSU at home, and it's going to be just a total unraveling of their season. But I didn't touch the bet because I could still see it being a close game. Close game. I hope LSU kicks their ass. Touchdown's pretty close. Touchdown is fairly close. You're right. I mean, it could be a tie game and score touchdown late. So I'll give it to you. I just didn't want to touch it, as my, especially as my lock of the week. Very, very ballsy pick. I hope it comes true because I hate Texas, and I'd love to see an SEC team kick their ass. Um, yep. 
I'm going to roll with my lock of the week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. And this is a team that did me good last week. Uh, it's number 23 Stanford at USC, 9.30 on ESPN um, on Saturday. And I don't know why, but Stanford was the underdog in this one. Um, really? USC's, USC's quarterback, young quarterback, blew his knee out. He's out for the year. So they're going with his backup now. And I think Stanford is going to come in there. This is a big game. This is always a big rivalry for them. Um, and I'm, I'm not even doing the spread. I'm doing Stanford Moneyline plus 115. So if you want even some, now. What? It's even now. Exactly. So this when I whenever I I literally made these picks like th- 4 hours ago. So in the span of 4 hours Stanford's already moved to even. So when, if you're hearing this which is now Wednesday, September 4th, you better might want to go hammer Stanford if they're still even. If not you know, just hammer the line because I think they're going to roll USC. I don't know why. I actually got it locked in at plus 115 earlier, so I'm super pumped about that. Um, I mean, you just do the simple math. They lost a quarterback. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I like it. I didn't look that far um, down on my sheet because I found four games I liked before that, so I just rolled with them. Didn't want to do too much deep diving. Um, but that's it for our college football. We'll see. Hopefully I can be better. First week of NFL, so we're going to go on into our NFL lines. Like Jared already mentioned, there's four primetime games, so we're going to do all those, and then each of us have a lock of the week, which it might be the same one. Uh, yeah. so we'll start it off Thursday night. Uh, so by the time you're hearing this, it'll be tomorrow night. Big game, Packers at Bears. Bears are three-point favorites, and the over-under is 46. So for these, we get to pick either team to cover or an over-under. Um, and I'll let you go first. Yeah, um, I, I looked at the over-under a little bit on this one. I thought about that because I'm not in love with the spread. I'm only picking it because it's there, and we, we usually do the primetime games. Last year, they split the series. Um, Packers took the first game 24-23. Bears won the second one 24-17. So if you look at those, the over on this one, historically last year would have hit one out of two games. Um, but I'm not in love with that, even though you, you know early in the year your defenses aren't, aren't, defenses aren't quite set yet. I think the Bears have a more stout defense. Um, they have more leadership. The Packers have a new head coach or a new offense, everything. I think a lot of stuff could go wrong for them. I still think it's going to be a good game, but I think the Bears pull this one out. Uh, and, you know, really if you're picking a minus three, you basically pick them to win unless they win by like a couple of points, which is a very rarity, like a 21-20 or 28-27. Um, so I'm going to take the Bears minus three on this one. 
I did the same. I also have the Bears minus three. I talked about the Packers, obviously, on our NFC North podcast a few weeks ago. And I they just need to come out and impress me and show that they have what it takes. I'm not in love with their their weapons they have on offense, other than Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, but then I got into looking into it, and the, the numbers of the last decade, the Packers have won 15 of 19 the last 10 years. They have, but if you look, you really got to look at the last two because that's when the Bears have really turned it around. Yeah, the Bears, the Bears won by seven at home last year to start the year, and I can see a similar outcome. I'm not saying it's going to be a big blowout. I like the matchup for the Bears' defense, so I'm taking the Bears. Yeah, Bears minus three is a, is a good one. I think that's close. I think that's the one that's going to move further and further away from the three as the week goes on. So if you're hearing this and it's well, Wednesday, shit, you only have a day by the time you hear it. Better lock it in because I think come Thursday, if you're, if you're waiting until Thursday afternoon to lock it in, I think it's going to be more towards that four or even five, five and a half range, um, which would be scary to me and I wouldn't touch that. Definitely get them at three if you can. Bears minus three. It's going to roll into <clears throat> our Sunday night game of the week. It's a good one. I feel like this is always one every single year at the beginning of the year. Um, it's Steelers at Patriots. Um, the Steelers are, I mean, sorry, the Patriots are six-point favorites, and the over-under is 51. So, Travis, did you take this? I just want to know. You don't tell me what, but did you take the spread on, on either team on, on this one, or did you take the over-under on this one? I did not take the spread. Okay, I did. So, you don't, do you want me to go first? Go for it. So, I'm taking the Pats minus six. Um, same as last week, you know, I, I spat out some history for you guys on some of those college lines I picked and they served me pretty well. Um, the Pats have won four out of the last five matchups. The only one that didn't win was last year's matchup. Um, and on those four wins they have over the last five years, they've been by an average of 10 points. Um, so again, looking at historical data and winning by an average of 10 points, last four or five matchups, that's as close to a lock as you can get. I feel like, and plus the Pats early at home are always a solid option. If this is a road game, I'd be really looking more, more into it, but I'll take the Pats at home minus six. All right. I kind of like that, I just, and I was going to go with that. Um, I just don't really know how, because I don't know how the Steelers are going to be without Antonio Brown, I feel like you know the Patriots are going to be doing a pretty damn good job of locking down Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, it's not going to open up the field as much for Ben Roethlisberger as what they'd like. Um, but I wasn't comfortable with taking them at minus six because who knows what can happen with James Conner back there. So these are two really solid defenses that I think that can do a good job at holding each team kind of low, especially with this being week one. It's going to be super competitive, super close fought game. Um, so I'm taking the under of 51. It's a good one. I like that. I mean, if I, if, I had to go with a second pick I would do in this one. It'd definitely be the under um, in this game. So good, good job there. So we're going to roll into the Monday night games. Again, we have two of them. Um, the first one is the Texans at the Saints. The, te- the Saints are seven-point favorites, and the over-under is 53. So, again, in this one, did you take the spread either way or the over-under either way? I took the over-under again. Same here. Same here. And I did the over. Travis did not. Travis shaking his head. He took the under, so he's gonna go. He's hoping for pansy football this this weekend in the NFL, and took the under in both these games. I went with the over. I mean, these are two electric ass offenses with weapons all over the field, um, and I think it makes it too easy. Like I said earlier, <clears throat> you know, defenses really 
aren't super tuned in to begin the year. You know, offenses may have installed new packages over this over the offseason, and they got new plays in there. There's not a lot of film out on it. Um, so I think that makes it har- easier for offenses and harder for defenses. Now, of course, as the year goes on, the defenses start to catch on and figure it out. But week one, they're coming out. They're going to throw everything, throw, throw the kitchen sink at it. Um, Texans are definitely going to be coming out with some new weapons, a new beefed-up offensive line that we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, I just didn't feel comfortable with the, with the seven points for the Saints. I think they're the better team, but I'm going to go over with 53 here in a, in, a, in a bit of a shootout. Yeah, I think either team can come out and win this game. It kind of surprises me that Saints minus seven, uh, I guess because it's at home, but still why I didn't take the over and why I took under 53 is because last year these two teams were both in the bottom nine and record on games hitting the over. Uh, I believe that the under hit in the Saints games in 61% and Texans games in 58%. Um, so they have, yeah, they do have big offenses, but they also have solid defenses to equal that out. I think that a lot of these drives are going to stall out and end up in field goals. Uh, well, obviously, Kanye Fairburn and Will Lutz are two great fantasy kickers for that reason because I feel like these two teams do have big problems and issues with finishing drives. So I'm taking the under of 53, baby. I don't hate I don't hate the logic there, and I honestly wouldn't be pissed if that did happen because I didn't put a lot of money on this game. That was one of the ones I'm least confident about that would bet that I bet on this this weekend. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna roll into our second of the Monday night games. It's the Broncos at the Raiders. One I probably won't watch because uh, Monday night games tend to be kind of shitty sometimes. Um, this one's definitely gonna be shitty, especially late at night. Broncos at Raiders. Um, and this isn't even a spread. It's a pick them straight up. So you can pick the Broncos or the Raiders and the over under is 43. So again, did you do a pick them pick or did you do an over under pick? Uh, I unfortunately did a pick them, but I don't like anything on this game at all. I did a pick them as well. Um, I believe we probably both picked the same team. Maybe did you pick the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. So did I, I mean, the Broncos are young. I don't like it at all. I don't like it, but again, I love betting on pick'em games because I don't have to fucking worry about. Oh my god, this guy has to—they have to go forty yards and get in a field goal range, kick a field goal, and then to stop because that's it. They can't go any more than that. Um, I like pick'em games, bet on them because you can literally just pick a team and hope they win, and that's all you have to do. Um, so that's what I did. I bet on the Raiders here. Broncos are young, heading heading in the right direction, um, but I think you know it's going to be hot in California. Um, you know, and this is a new look Raiders team. They're going to come out to look to, to be firing. Gruden is going to go out for blood. He doesn't want to start out 0-1. He wants to start out 1-0. Um, so really just I just picked the Raiders and kind of and kind of roll with it just because of that reason. Yeah, I mean, both these teams are kind of like completely different on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you got Joe Flacco in there um, at in Denver, and then the fucking whole supporting cast around Derek Carr has essentially changed. So it's going to be interesting to see. I just think that the Raiders' offense is a little bit better than the Broncos. So. Obviously, yeah, they'll be able to score more points. Fucking game manager Joe Flacco over there just throwing Exactly. It should be a close one, though. I can see like a 21-17 type-ish game. Yeah, the only problem is – the only reason it'll get me is that it's going to be late on a Monday night. Like, those that first week of the year, those second Monday night games don't start till like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, bro, that's not going to get over till fucking 1 a.m. here. Come on, man. Like, yeah. Shit. I got to work tomorrow. Um, So, there goes those four. Um, the four primetime games. 
Now we're going to roll into our lock of the week, our locks of the week. Probably going to be a lock because we probably, probably have the same one. I saw this. I'm like, this is fucking highway robbery. How, how is this even out there is beyond me. I'll let you go ahead and lead it off. Cause I guarantee you have it. I have the same one. Uh, it's a cheese at Jaguars. Yes. Yeah. The, it's this is Sunday. It's a noon game. Uh, the Chiefs are four point favorites. I mean, if that's not the mortal lock of a century, I don't know what is. I don't know. If the Chiefs cannot beat the Jaguars by more than four fucking points, then they should just give up now and just accept the fact that their hopes are going to get crushed yet again in the playoffs. I mean, I don't really usually, and Travis knows this, like when I bet, like I, I'm smart better. Like I put small amounts and spread it out across some games and Every now and then I'll get lucky and like hit like a big 10 to 15 game, $15 parlay for a big win. But most of my wins are marginal. I put a lot of money on this game for the first time on one single game in a long time. Um, I mean, people are way too high on the Jaguars. I am sorry, but you add Nick Foles and all of a sudden your team's a fucking all-star team. Like I don't, I don't get it. Nick Foles is a, I don't even know, not that much better than, than Blake Bortles at all. They did nothing else to, you know, vamp up their offense. Like, I'm not even worried about the offense. Like, everyone's like, oh, their defense. I'm like, if you really think that the Jacksonville defense is good enough to slow down Kansas City's offense and Jacksonville still score some point, enough points, keep it close, you're crazy. Because Kansas City's going to at least get a field goal almost every single drive, I bet. Yeah, give or take. I just I mean, I saw that and I was like, how is that even possible? Like, I think that – yeah, but the, this line's going to easily go up to seven, I think, by Sunday. So you so better lock that in while you can. Yeah, lock that in because I have not felt that more, that confident about a pick in a very, very long time. So um, both have the same lock of the week for the NFL. A um, couple different picks throughout the rest of the NFL. Um, you know, maybe uh, once, you know, we're down to, to, to three um, primetime games of the week, we'll maybe throw in another pick that we like here and there because I do like looking at some of the other lines besides. but. Man, the NFL, I forgot how, how marginal it is, you know, across the board. Like, all the, like there's no, like, big spreads out there at all. It's a, they're all pretty small within, like, seven to eight points with each other. Yeah, they're all, they're all fairly close. Yeah. So it's kinda, it gets kind of tough, kind of choppy. It gets very, very choppy. So that's the Degenerates Digest. Hopefully Travis has a better week um, than the last two weeks. Um, again, he has to go at least four and five to avoid the said punishment coming in his future. But – and he, dude, you went ballsy, man, with some of those, with some of those, those top twenty-five games in college football. So, hopefully, they swing your way, um, because you know when you do good, we do good. So, with that being said, we're going to roll into our first and ten segment, where we're going to do a bit of an NFL kind of a breakdown and preview, and kind of just run down the whole season really, really quick. First and ten from the forty-five yard. All right, so before we kind of dive into a little bit about how we think that the divisions are going to shake out, there's some news over the NFL that happened over this past weekend. We'll just want to get our comments on um, a couple of trades between Houston. The first one, Houston and Miami. Uh, Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, and a fourth-round pick was traded for essentially two role-playing guys who's not going to ever probably see the field. Well, no, the, the, one, the one tackle that got's going to start, but he sucks ass. So Yeah, a tackle that will start for Miami. So they got a tackle, a special teams guy, two first-round picks, and a second-round pick. 
Um, I just think that this makes total sense for both teams. Houston is in win-now mode, and they just got two decently big pieces to kind of maybe help them do that. Yeah, I think Houston saw their their margin of their margin of uh, I guess victory. You know, they they see this window like Kansas City lost Andrew Luck. I feel like, honest to God, I feel like if Andrew Luck wouldn't Indianapolis have, lost Andrew Luck, that's what I meant. Yeah, if <laughs> yeah, if the Colts wouldn't have lost Andrew Luck, Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. I honest, honest to God, don't think Houston tries to make all these trades. Um, I think they see an opportunity now to to capitalize in, in this division and kind of make a big push. And a big problem last year with Deshaun Watson was he got sacked a lot. And Laramie yeah, Tunsil, the problem. Yeah, and Laramie Tunsil, Travis and I have watched him the last three years. Is a fucking man among boys. Um, he occasionally commits a bad holding penalty here and there, but other than that, I never saw a lot of Miami quarterbacks get hit from the blind side. So I mean, um, he makes a hold when he has to, so the quarterback doesn't get sacked. So yeah, I'm not really sure what they're going to do with Kenny stills. Their wide receiving core is a little bit crowded. Um, a little bit. We'll see. They have four guys. They got Will Fuller. They got obviously Dondre Hopkins, Kiki Kuti, and now Kenny stills. I'd imagine stills would bump up above Kuti to be the number three guy. I don't see him leap, leapfrog and fuller. I see him using him, use him in the slot. He can he can play slotting, play outside, he can go deep, he can he can come across the middle. So it'll be interesting to see how, how he plays out down there. But um kind of with that, uh it's good for like Travis said, good good for both sides. We'll see how it benefits Houston going forward. Um LaShawn McCoy got cut by Buffalo um and signed with Kansas City heading back to Andy Reid's team. Kind of makes that backfield a little interesting, especially has has some some big fantasy implications there. Um uh, I don't I would not look too far into it. I don't really know what their plan is with him, but I don't really see them using him a whole lot, to be quite honest with you. Um, it's just something that I don't see coming out of it. Maybe then a few touches on third down or something like that. But yeah, I'm saying they have their running backs. He takes away his touches from Damian Williams and Darwin uh, Thompson. That's the only thing I've said. Like, if if LaShawn McCoy is not there, then Darwin Thompson is probably getting way more third down reps than – if LaShawn McCoy wasn't there. Um, we'll see, though. I mean, if the kid gets a, re- gets a revitalization and, you know, Damian Williams has never played a full season as a starter, so it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I, I mean, it can't hurt to have some, some veteran depth like that, especially in the locker room. Yeah, we'll see. I, I just saw they picked him up and was like, ah, I'm, I, don't, I don't see much coming of it, but we'll see. Um, the third one we have, we only have four. Uh, Jadavian Clowney was traded to Seattle. This trade was a little weird to me. 
I'm not really sure why they got rid of him. Um, well, I'm pretty sure he was going to hold out. Was he? I think so, yeah. Or he demanded a trade and he didn't want to be there anymore and all this shit. He didn't want to be in Houston. He wanted to go somewhere else where he was more valued because I feel like he felt like he was in J.J. Watt's shadow. So I do feel like that Houston didn't get enough value for him, though. They got a linebacker, a pass rusher, and Barcavius Mingo in a third-round pick. I thought that he might be worth a little bit more than that. I guess they just kind of wanted to deal him off their plate. I like this trade for Seattle, though. They got a nice pass rusher that they needed, um, but maybe not so much Houston, but it is what it is. Yeah, then Houston flips it and kind of did what they did. I don't know. Like I said, Houston, they got they got to win in the next two years or they're going to be bad for, and after that because they're going to be bad for a while. They gave a lot of draft capital for some players. Tunsil, you're going to have to pay him $20 million in two years. So, I mean – Houston better capitalize and better hope that the, that these trades panned out for him because if not, they're going to be up shit creek without a paddle. Yeah, that's true. And I lied. I said there's two Houston trades. There's three because Carlos Hyde was traded to Houston as well. Um, I'm not really sure what the whole the whole trade details were for him. They but, traded. Uh, they the Kansas City got got an, got an offensive lineman. I think he's some utility guy. You got gotcha. to plug plug him anywhere along the line. I, I really like this for Houston. Everyone's in love with Duke Johnson, saying Duke Johnson's like their go-to guy, and I'm not sure why. I think Carlos Hyde comes in and takes a good chunk of the workload. Uh, maybe not right after that, but especially after a couple, two to three weeks, maybe Carlos Hyde's going to be getting all the touches. I mean, I like Duke Johnson, but just coming from – I mean, not even from a fantasy perspective. As from a team perspective, in this day and age, in this NFL – you need more than one running back. I mean, that's just that's just the fucking cold hard truth. I mean, you look at the teams who have a go-to back. You know, the Zeeks, the Melvin Gordons, like all that shit. You know, even Saquon Barkley, they still have guys behind them that get you know eight to ten touches a game. And those eight to ten touches, you need you need to make an impact. And that's where Carlos Hyde comes into play. Travis said he could he could creep up and overtake him because I think Duke Johnson plays better as a second guy. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, he's never been a starter. I don't yeah. think Duke Johnson is starter material. I think Carlos Hyde is. That's all there is to it. Um, my only my only worry with Houston is they. I feel like they're trying to plug a lot of fucking holes within because like they required Duke Johnson within the last couple of weeks. I mean, they're throwing a lot of new guys in a locker room, and football is not really exactly like baseball or hockey where you can just get a guy and throw him in. I mean, there's shit to learn. There's schemes. There's fits. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. It's either going to work out for him um, and go really really well, or it's going to go fucking horribly. Um, which would suck. It might take him a couple weeks to kind of get the hang of things. That's for sure. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of roster moves kind of going on. It'll be interesting to see kind of half through the year. I feel like the last couple of years the NFL trade line is picked up. You know, normally it's kind of quiet. So we'll see if any of these big pieces. Maybe Houston will like you know what Tunsil's not fucking cutting it. Or we suck dick. Let's let's offload some of the stuff for for some draft picks back. So, but at least they're making the effort and seizing the opportunity. So with that being said, we're gonna roll into an NFL preview, kind of like we did last year, if you guys have been listening to us since then. If not, last year we went division by division, talked about who, who we think is going to win. I know we did a full episode in each division all over the summer, so we're not going to dive too deep into it. Really mainly it's like, hey, here's who, we, here's who our final picks are. Here's who we see going to the playoffs. Here's who we see going advancing the playoffs, winning the Super Bowl, and then we're also going to give you the MVP and Rookie of the Year. Um, so with that being said, Travis, if you do, you want to start in the NFC or AFC? I'll I'll let you pick. 
We'll start AFC North. AFC North. Okay, okay. I like that. So AFC North is an interesting division. Um, so I don't know. I'll, I'll, you know, do you want to explain like how you kind of ran this down? Because I mean, Travis and I found a pretty cool tool online that lets you kind of go through and like pick every single team's games, and it tells you like, you know, the standings and shit like that instead of like trying to do it on paper. So did you did you use that tool at all, Travis, when you were, when you were doing this? Yeah, I did, and it was very very frustrating because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Because um, obviously, I mean, shit, we had six episodes where we talked about all these divisions, uh, talked about all their over-unders, and it was hard to kind of remember, you know, what I said back then rather than looking, sitting down and looking at their schedule now after kind of the preseason and everything's kind of worked its way in. Um, but we'll just start here and just kind of – we won't touch on, on it too much because we, you know, had episodes about it. But I think we both had the Browns one in the AFC North. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely did back on our podcast. And I I ran five different simulations of this, and I still I had them winning the division every single time. Yeah, this one was super close to me, though. Um, I had the Browns winning at 10-6. and six. So, yeah, I have the Browns winning the division. Um, I actually have them a little bit higher than 10-6, and six, though. I have them at – That was low ball. Like, that's – I think that's low for me. Like, that was giving them a game. Yeah, I have them at – I, I – I mean, I had them in a couple different ways. I had them at 11 and 5, 12 and 4, 12 and 4, but 12 and 4 seemed to be, seemed to be the most consistent. Um, their schedule's not that hard, um, if in my eyes. I don't know what the fucking SOS rankings are, but I just have the Browns, you know, winning the AFC North and getting the two seed in the AFC, actually, at 12 and 4. Interesting. Um, I had them getting the four seed, right? No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it would. Yeah, if they won the division, and they they would be that means you have them as the worst division winner in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had them as a four seed, and just to run down my six losses, I had um, I just had them dropping a few games that maybe they might not. Uh, the Ravens, the Forty ers the Rams, Seahawks, Patriots, Steelers. Uh, just yeah, like a few, just, that's just giving them a few. I'm not saying they're going to lose those exact games. But I just see some tough games in there that they could drop, and those being six of them. That they I got the up. Rams in there as well. I got the Niners because the Niners are coming off a bye that week. I have them losing to the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Um, and then I also think they could maybe drop that week two game to Jets. That seems like a trap game to me. You have them beating the Patriots? I do have them beating the Patriots, yes. All right. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I haven't gone for this game. They could lose and go 11-5. and five. I still think they can win this division 11-5. and five. I had them at 11-5 and five in one of my scenarios, and they still won the division. So Okay. So um, I have Browns at 10-6 winning. Nobody else in the division making it. I actually do have another team in the division making it. I have the Ravens getting the second wild card spot at uh, either 10-6 and six or 9-7. and seven. I ran this a couple of times, and the most consistent, like, last AFC wildcard spot I had was the Ravens. Um, so I actually have them sneaking in there. I mean, you look at their schedule. I mean, they're going to lose to the Chiefs. I mean, they're going to lose, I think, on the road to the Seahawks. I think they drop one at home or the Texans off a bye. Um, they lose on the road against the Rams. So um, they have a couple tough games in there, but I think that they're a good enough team, good enough defense. Um, hopefully the tape, you know, hopefully they're able to reinvent the wheel. Um, with with Lamar Jackson, do, do some different different stuff there, but I think they're a solid team in what is a favorable schedule. So yeah, yeah, I had them in a tie for the wild card with a team that I don't know why the fuck I even let this happen, but I just looked at it and saw that this team got the six seed, so we're gonna roll with it. Um, going to the AFC South next, 
Uh, I mean, I had it's no brainer now after Andrew Luck retired. I have the Texans winning uh, at twelve and four, sweeping oh through the entire God. division. Twelve and four, sweeping through the division without an, a loss. Jesus, man, come on! I think I still think this division stuff. I think I still think the Jags and the Titans are tough outs um, on the road. I ran this five times. I had the Texans winning four of it. I actually somehow had the Jags winning one of it. Um, and, you know, I have them as the four seed. So I have them at nine and seven winning this division um, and going three and three in their division. Um, so I do think it's going to come down to the last week for them to kind of clinch it. But I see the Texans kind of squeaking in there at nine and seven with that four seed. Nine and seven. Yep. They're at least winning 10 games. dude. Their schedule is easy. We'll see, man. I don't know. I, I, I had them going 12 and four with losing week one of the Saints. So they could still lose week one, and I'm golden. So they, I did it. I had them winning four times, two times in nine and seven, and two times in 10 and six. So realistically, I can see them going 10 and six, 11 and five, but I went 12 and four. I went high. Nobody else in the division making the playoffs. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Not even close. All I don't right. even know how, how I had the Jags winning at my first simulation, but whatever. The AFC East um, shouldn't be a, a, you know. This is one I have the Patriots winning it every single time. This is a team that's going to sweep. That's going to sweep the division this year. Yes, I had them sweeping the division at thirteen and three. Um, same, same. I have twelve and four, thirteen and three, depending on how you look at it. But I still think they get, um, they win this division and end up getting either the number two or number three seed. My yeah. six seed wild card came from this division. No, you fucking didn't. Did you do the Bills? The Bills, dude. Their dude, their schedule is probably one of the easiest schedules I've seen in the NFL. At nine and seven, I had them getting that sixth spot over the Ravens. Man, that is a hot take. I think, my friends. Yeah, uh, dude. I don't. I don't know how I did it. I did it a few times, and I was like, man, this schedule is super easy. Man. I don't they have know. A good defense. Josh Allen can discover himself. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it because they're obviously your your wild card too, um, coming out of the AFC East. But I, and that's gonna so we both have the Pats winning it. I have the Pats winning it at either twelve and four, thirteen and three. Um, Travis also has the Pats winning it and has the Bills getting in as a wild card too. Somehow, that's gonna roll into the AFC West, which I'm sure we all have. We both have the Chiefs winning it. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do. I have the Chiefs as the number one seed in the AFC at you know thirteen and three, twelve and four. Just depends on how the cards lay out. I still see them getting the number one seed um, in this in this conference. Yeah, I have them at thirteen and three. Yep. Um, going four and two in the division, just dropping a couple games. Yep. Um, I I initially on our AFC West podcast said that the Chargers were going to struggle this year. But I somehow landed on them going eleven and five, getting that fifth wild card spot. So I have them going eleven and five or twelve and four. It's going to be the same thing as last year. They're going to, I mean, it's going to be neck and neck. They're going to push each other all year long. The Chiefs are Chiefs won't be able to let off the gas the last couple of weeks of the year and sit Patrick Mahomes. They're going to have to win because the Chargers are going to be right there behind them. So I do have them going eleven and five or twelve and four and getting that that second wild awesome. card spot or that first that first wild card spot. So shit, our only difference is the Ravens and Bills then. Pretty much. I mean, other than that, it's. I think they now the Browns could go either really, really good or really, really bad. I mean, I, I, that's always a tough division, though. I'm just very, I'm super high on them. I don't know why. Yeah, I. I mean, I am too. Let's. I'm. I'm all in on on the Browns. 
Moving on over to the NFC side of things, we'll start with the NFC North just like we did. Um, I who do you have winning this? Actually, Dude, initially on our podcast, I know like we only did it a couple weeks ago. I was super high on the Bears, and I, I said the same thing to the Packers. But the more I looked, like I was just like some of these I really sat down and looked at it, but some of them I just like clicked through. Like, yep, they're going to win that game. They're going to lose that game. In three out of the five times that the Packers win the division, but I'm not going to go with that. I'm still sticking with sticking with the Bears pick. Actually, I actually think the Bears do in this division, but it's going to be a little bit more of a dogfight than what I might have. I have them getting going ten and six, get that that four seed in in the NFC out of, out of the North. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Okay, and I, I'm going totally off of, of what I did on that on that NFC North. Uh, just running through all their schedules alone, um, I had the Bears winning the division, uh, getting the four seed again in the uh, in the playoffs, and nobody getting in behind them. I had the Vikings and Packers both going nine and seven, Bears going ten and six. So it's going to yep. be a dogfight. It is going to be dogfight. I think I'm, I have my last one still pulled up here. Got the Packers I had the Lions going 6-10. and 10. Yeah, I got the Bears at 10-6 and six, with the Packers at 9-7. and seven. I got the Vikings at 7-9, and nine, and I got the Lions at 6-10. and 10. So, like, again, a very, very close division. Um, it just in, uh, I just see the Bears kind of winning it out because of, because of their defense. I had every single team in this division going 3-3 three and three in the division. Uh, <laughs> I have the Bears and the Lions flip-flop. I got the Bears going 4-2 and two in the – Lions going two and four. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we both have the Bears. You said you had the Bears, right? Nobody else making the playoffs. Nope. Nope. I think they're gonna. I think you're gonna have to be way better nine and seven to make it as a wild card in the NFC. I agree. I agree. All right. Moving into the NFC South. Um, I don't think this is really much of debate. I have the Saints taking it, and no wild card team behind them. Saints at thirteen and three. So I ran this four out of five times. I actually had the Saints winning it four times. I had the Falcons winning it once. Um, don't know what the fuck happened on that one. Um, I have the Saints getting in at 12-4 and four, um, as the number two seed in the NFC uh, out, of, out of that conference. And I actually do have a second team making it. So, again, dude, these wild card spots in the NFC are total crapshoot. I could see – make the case for both – for two, these two spots between about five teams – um, and one of those teams that at NFC South, I like the Falcons a lot. I was high on them. I know I was high on them last year, and I swung and I missed. I just don't think Matt Ryan's going to go down with a fight. I see them going ten and six um, and getting that wild card two spot, so barely sneaking in there. Again, they could easily fall out. I feel like those wild card two guesses that we have, like you had the Bills, mine's the Falcons in this in this, in this conference. All right, don't hate it, don't love it at the same time. Uh, NFC breaking East. break breaking news on the podcast real quick before we move on to the NFC West. Jared Goff just reached an extension with the Rams. Yeah, I saw that earlier. With a record $110 million guarantee. Yeah, he, they signed him through 2024. $110 million guaranteed. Jesus should have waited one more division to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. So I just no, jumped, jumped the gun. That's crazy. I, I think Jared Goff is not amazing. No. 
He's um, good, but anyway. So out of, out of the South, we both have the Saints, and I have the Falcons getting as a wild card. Travis, the other ones. So you want to move on to the East? I'm assuming then. Yes, East, in which this is might be a battle for 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 I mean, one of these teams is getting the wild card. Yep. One's winning the division. I have the Eagles taking the division at thirteen and three, and I have the Cowboys getting the wild card at eleven and five. Okay, so I'm guessing your Eagles are your, are your number one seed then, or your number two seed? They're my number two because I have the Saints at thirteen and three. Okay, um, I have the those same two teams. I, I ran, like I said, I ran the simulation five times. Cowboys won at three. Eagles won it twice. Um, I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. I think Zeke comes back, um, and I think th- you look at their schedule; it's not too difficult. Um, anytime you play the Dolphins, it's always nice. They both play the Dolphins this year, actually. Um, so I have the Cowboys winning it at 12 and four, getting the three seed, and then I have the Eagles going 10 and six and sneaking over the Falcons to get the wild card one spot. So again, I definitely do see. See, I, I wasn't on the NFC East podcast, so this is kind of like my first time talking about it and really kind of diving down and looking at it. Um, that's how I see it. See it shaking out. Um, I could easily see it going the other way, though, 100. percent Yeah. So I mean, you had yeah, it's. It'll be a, a crapshoot for it. Both these teams, I think both of them make the playoffs, though. Oh, yeah. Definitely, as long as Zeke plays, so who knows? As long as Zeke plays, you know, at least 14 games, and as long as Carson Wentz stays healthy. Yeah, exactly. Could go way downhill if neither of those happen, but... Yeah, because the Redskins and the fucking Giants aren't making it, so... Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So, we'll go on into our last division, the NFC West. Um Cheer probably has the Rams winning, getting that last spot in there, I'd imagine. I have the Rams winning at twelve and four, and my second wild card team are the Seahawks at eleven and five. I like that one a lot. The Seahawks were one of my teams that didn't really creep up a lot in all my simulations, but the last two they creeped in there. I'm like, man, they could really sneak in there. I kind of forgot about Jadavian Clowney until the very end. Um, when I was doing all these things. Again, my eyes are pretty much bleeding from staring at the screen for like four hours. Um <laughs> I could definitely see the Seahawks doing it. I don't hate that pick at all. Um, I do have the Rams winning the division as well. I have them at 13-3 and three and I have them as, a, as the number one seed in the, in the NFC. I think their schedule's very easy. Yeah, I mean, it's – I don't know. I, I wish I had the – I had the 49ers even going 9-7. and seven, So, I mean, that's close. Would have, would have been in playoff contention in the AFC, but not in the NFC. It's too good. Um, with that being said – how do you want to roll on into just like a little quick snippet of the playoff? Yeah, so p- quick thing of the playoff, we'll just go we'll go wild card weekend. So my wild card, we'll go NFC wild card games, AFC wild card games, and kind of move on from there. So wild card weekend again, guys. If you want to go back and listen to last year, I'm sure we weren't super close, but we're talking January now. Um, who knows what's going to happen in the next six months? But I'm ready for it. I'm excited for it. So let's go wild card weekend. We got wild card game one. So let's go your three versus your six seed um, in the NFC. Oh, sorry, AFC. We're going to go three versus your six seed. Mine is the Pats against the Ravens. Pats being at home. That one's easy for me. I'm taking the Pats all day at home in the playoffs. So actually, the, I have the Pats not getting a, a first round bye. Okay, I do. My three versus six is Texans and Bills. Um, and obviously, of the Texans winning that one. Yep. Definitely. Uh, my second wild card game in the AFC is the Texans against the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers all day in that one. I think they're the better team offensively. Um, that defensively, they'll, uh, they'll step up at the right time. 
Um, so I think, yeah, I have an up a bit of an upset per se, even though according to me, it's a 12 and four team chargers playing a nine and seven Texans team because they won their division on the road, but I'm taking the chargers there. All right. I have the four, four seated Browns versus five seated chargers. And I went bold and just took the Browns on this one. I think that, I mean, the chargers kind of disappointed me last year in the playoffs. So I'll take the Browns. Awesome, awesome. So one in their first playoff game since God knows how long. Yeah, I, I actually changed my mind. Let's go ahead and just roll through the whole AFC, then we'll go then we'll do the NFC. So that brings us to the divisional round. Um so basically your lowest seeded team left plays your highest seed team, which is Kansas City. Mine is the Chargers. They get stuck playing Kansas City. Um a division game in Kansas City in January. Never good for a West Coast team. And I think the Chiefs pulled that one out and, and ended up be, end up beating the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, regardless who they play, I had the Chiefs playing the Browns, so I think that's a no brainer there. Yep. Um, I had yep. So you have to. So you had the Browns. You pretty much had chalk going into to go into the divisional rounds. So then you had the four seeded Browns playing Kansas City and losing. Yeah. So I had mine. I have the Browns as the two seed. They're playing the three seeded Pats. I just think experience kind of trumps all here. Um, you're not. I don't, I don't think the Browns are experienced enough to beat uh, Tom Brady in the playoffs. So I actually set up a rematch in the AFC Championship game between the Chiefs, number one seeded Chiefs, and number three seeded Patriots. Yeah, I have the Texans versus the Pats. I have a rematch too. Kind of boring. Maybe I'll have that on the other side. Who knows? Um, but both these teams are just. I don't know. I don't really think they're very beatable at this point. No. No which rolls into the rematch that we're going to talk about. Um, literally the chiefs last year were an offside away from probably going to the super bowl. Thanks to D Ford, who's now no longer part of the team. Um, so you got the number one seeded Kansas city chiefs first, my number three seeded Pats. Um, who do what you, you have the Pats seated at two, two, um, um yeah, I'm taking the Pats taking the Pats. Yep. I played it out, played it out numerous different times, and every time the Kansas City played the Pats in my simulations, I just couldn't stomach myself to pick the Patriots. So I actually have the the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl for all you Chiefs fans out there. So, um, because they probably won't go because I said it. So Travis has the Pats winning the AFC. I have the Chiefs winning the AFC. Um, let's roll over to the NFC real quick. Wild card weekend. Um, your six seed versus your three seed. Who do you got? Cowboys at Rams. I'm taking the Rams all day long. Okay. I have Falcons at Cowboys, and I'm going to go upset here. I'm going to take the Falcons beating the Cowboys. Jeez. Yep. I told Next you one, 4-5. I have the five-seeded Seahawks at four-seeded Bears, and I'm taking the Seahawks. Okay. I like that upset. Um, I have the five-seeded Eagles versus the four-seeded Bears. I don't see the Bears losing two years in a row weekend, first weekend. I think that defense is going to be stout in Chicago this year, especially against if they end up playing the Eagles. So I'm going to take the Bears there. All right. Moving on into that uh, that divisional round, I have the five-seeded Seahawks at the one-seeded Saints, and I don't think there's a problem with the Saints here just taking this one. Yep. Um, I have – the uh, one-seeded Rams playing the six-seeded Falcons who upset to get there. I just don't see them upsetting him again. I'm taking the Rams there. Yeah, this And this next matchup was hard for me. I had the Rams and the Eagles, the two three-seeded teams. And just to avoid the four exact same teams in the final four or in the last 
uh, conference championship round. I'm picking the Eagles. Okay, okay. I did the same thing. Um, I took the Bears over the Saints um, in mine. I just don't know why. Uh, I had New, I had New Orleans win, win in my Super Bowl a couple of times, um, and I just couldn't do it. So I have the Bears and the Rams playing in the, in the NFC Championship game. All right. I have the Saints and the Eagles, and I'm riding with the Saints to the Super Bowl. And I'm going to go ahead and pick the Rams to go back-to-back to set up a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. All right. Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. Yep. Gross. Would not watch that in a million years. Hope it doesn't happen. I have a Saints-Pat Super Bowl, which I would love to see, and I would love to see the Saints win, so that's who I took. There you go. There you go. I like that a lot. I, I mean – I had New Orleans win in a couple of my Sims, but I the majority one that stood out to me, and I, and I just felt like I did it just because their offense is explosive. I think since they got rid of their defensive coordinator, coordinator they'll, they'll figure it out this year. I am picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. So um, party on, guys out there, I guess. Um, if you guys ended up playing the Rams, I would root for you, I guess, in a, in a roundabout way because um, I'd never want to see the, the Rams win in the Super Bowl as long as I live. So um, you got – I'm going the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Mahomes in his third year, he kind of has a has it all figured out and has one hell of a season. All right. Which takes us in just real quick. We wanted to just comment on MVP of the league, which is, I mean, at this point, shit, it's just way up in the air. Way too early MVP pick. Who do you got? I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. Um, I think the Giants might be a little bit better than what people are giving them credit for. Um, you know, I mean, I had him at either five and 11 or six and 10, and I think he can like smash some records this year that haven't been touched in a long time. Uh, and I think he's a, he's a next level player. So, um, again, I don't think it'll happen cause he's not going to be on a playoff team, which sucks. Um, I wish the NFL picked their awards before the season, before the playoffs started. Cause I mean, if you take Saquon off the giants, I think this year they're going to, they're more like a two to three win team and they can with him, you're they're probably more around five, five, six range. I feel like it almost has to be a quarterback. Um, yeah, I know. I broke the mold. That was my. That was another one of my hot takes. There. Yeah, I. I'm just gonna go. Like, I have no idea at this point, guys. I kind of just go on with this one on the fly because it could be literally a handful of people. Um, but I'm going with a guy who should have maybe won it last year. I'm picking Drew Brees. Okay, I like that pick a lot. So, I like it. it. I like it. Super pumped. We're excited for NFL football to be back. By the time you hear this, it'll be tomorrow, so 24 hours away, a little more than. Um, we have a loaded card, nine picks apiece. Let us know if you like them or don't like them and throw some money on them. But that's about all we have for this episode. I don't have any any crazy questions at it, to add at the end. Yeah, no crazy questions. Um, I, I am I – mean, Travis and I have been thinking about kicking around and doing a – subscriber program because the way anchor set up you can like have people subscribe to your podcast and pay a monthly fee of either a dollar five or ten um thinking about doing that you know with some rewards i don't know what that would be but um hoping you guys would be interested in that because we, we we've been kicking it around um hope you guys enjoy the hell out of out of football being back you know full really weekend of college and nfl so you guys all take it easy and we'll see you on the other side peace
When I popped off, then your girl gave me just a little bit of lot chop. Baby, so cold, he from the north, he from the Canada. Bankroll so low, I got nothing else that I can withdraw. Ran up the door, I shot my wrist, it go like sha sha sha, sha sha sha. I got your bitch singing la 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 la. I shot my wrist, it go like sha sha sha, sha sha sha. I got your bitch singing la 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 la. I was dry like that. Amex, no cap, a underscore. They wonder how I go up like that. I rap my lyrics when I perform. They wonder how I try like that. Married to the grand and brought my ring. I'm Coney, but your goody wanted Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 